0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Tradeo Station, I am your host aka Abhishek Kar. I hope you guys have been learning a few things from these podcasts. in case you have been doing so. Make sure you hit the like button and don't forget to subscribe in case you haven't subscribed so far. And there's a small little bell icon right over there, if you hit that you will be notified whenever I am coming up with a podcast so guys uh, today is an expiry day i'm pretty sure a lot of expiry day traders must be geared up to go in and mint some good bucks out there so best of luck for the expiry day trades and here i'll be expressing my views or opinions about the markets in general disclaimer don't blindly just take a position just because i'm giving a view you need to understand it's your hard-earned money my views will simply supplement your analysis. And then you have to do the hard work. But yes, I try to give these views because a lot of people insist me to do so. And a lot of people request that yes, your views work marvelously well so please help us out because that helps in our analysis in case you have been benefiting out of these analysis make sure you write it down in the comment section so that i get to realize that yes people get at least some benefit from these views so now let's go upon what is my view so one thing in particular if you noticed even yesterday i mentioned don't go aggressively short and my tone for the last few days has been same even though the markets fell a few days back I was like, even though I'm a big beer, but I don't think that markets will go down in a straight line. Based on my analysis, Uh, at this point of time, the market or the retail player in general knows this thing that there has been a lockdown, a lot of things are not working out, there has been a production cut. These are quite obvious things like everyone knows these things and somewhere or the other retail is convinced that immediately we are going to go down. And you always got to remember that markets always tend to do something opposite when mass retail things in the similar line. So my first condition at this point of time is that sooner or later, we will go down maybe after a few months. But at this point of time, we are going to stabilize and there could be another upspurt which could be coming up yesterday. What we see was quite interesting that Nifty rec- reclaimed the 9000 level. And it's sustained over that. What does that see? What does that uh, tell us? That simply tells us that somewhere or the other, biggies don't want to breach this 9000 level so easily. Of course, they would require a big trigger, a big negative trigger to break that. But as of now, like by the time I'm recording this podcast, I don't see such kind of big negative out there. Another interesting thing which I noticed was there has been some heavy put writing which is going around 9000 strike price. So somewhere or other for today's session biggies will try to hold on to this level 9000 plus minus 30 you can actually take because come on this is trading so there could be some stop loss trigger algo triggers and all those things so we need to have a absorption power of plus minus 30 points another thing which i mentioned uh, a few podcasts back is one level which i am keeping an eye upon that is 9100 and the next one is 9150 i repeat 9100 and 9150 if somehow markets try to sustain over this level with decent volume and likewise if the stocks in general the breadth of the market also remains on a positive note There is a possibility that we might see more of short covering on this expiry. Yes, there is a possibility. Now, for me, I need to check how in the live market, how around 9100 markets are going to react. First question is whether they are going to reach over there. Second is once they reach, how they react over there. And if they are able to sustain that level as i mentioned in the last few podcasts if the markets are able to sustain that 9100 level positional shorts should be actually cut off yes positional shorts should be cut off overnight of course if some overnight bad news comes that's altogether a different thing neither you or me have a command over that but then you should actually cut off so my levels uh, for the expiry my expectation would be expiry should be above 9000 level That is my uh, expectation putting this thing well in advance that on a public domain obviously is a risky thing because it does invite a lot of embarrassment if you are wrong, but then I don't mind because uh, see I try to be transparent in whatever my views are I don't like to change it like during the live market based on the moves I'll try to change it. This is what my analysis says at this point of time so somewhere above 9000 the expiry should be taking place. And the second thing uh, which I feel is uh, uh, there, there could be a sideways to a positive biasness but negative maybe one or two sh- small moves in the day otherwise I don't think so there should be much of negative moves out there. Now going ahead with our tradition sometimes I try to put some additional value through these podcasts so that uh, the beginners can actually help themselves. So this is in particular uh, with something which is related to age as well as the risk you take into the markets. Now. These are inversely proportional when it comes to trading. See, I'm not talking about entrepreneurship. Otherwise, people would correlate it with the KFC's owner, a founder or uh, the McD story of Ray Kroc and all those things. I'm not trying to relate it with entrepreneurship. I mean specific talking about trading and what does this mean that age and your risk appetite has an inverse correlation see when we are actually consulting a lot of people as well as uh, when a lot of financial planners are actually working out with people so age is one defining factor in terms of how much risk one should be taking I'm really astonished to see that people who are above 50 I do admire their uh, guts I do admire their risk appetite But I'm really astounded to see how Even the well-known personalities have been recommending people above 50 or 60 to jump into hardcore derivatives and specifically option writing. You know, off and on, I read so many stories about people getting ruined up, people blowing up their accounts, people completely, uh, you know, getting to a stage where all their retirement funds have been blown up. And this is becoming a major cause of the depression after the age of 50. Because come on, a lot of people try to save a lot of bucks and after 50, they feel that okay retirement fund so i'll try to multiply it with trading and what they get in return is whatever the fund was there let's say one crore they are eventually left up with only 20 25 lakhs and by that time it's too late and they get too desperate to recover this amount because after all that was the retirement fund so first thing you got to understand from my experience from the number of people, the kind of bandwidth I have, the number of people with whom I network and interact one thing is quite sure that the amount of risk which you take should start reducing substantially by the time you start aging. And by the start, uh, by the time you start aging, specifically once you cross this benchmark of 40-45. Yes, your risk should reduce. Why? Because you might be having some other financial obligations, you have a family to take care of, you might be having kids for whom you need to pay for their education, marriage and a lot of other things. So when you are actually in a, is speculating instead of investing at this point of time, you are actually risking a lot of amount. Now, a lot of people don't come on the public platform and tell this thing because that eventually hits their businesses but this is the harsh reality second you got to understand you know this is quite obvious that our learning capacity our learning appetite our cognitive abilities start diminishing after a certain age. Okay, with due respect to everyone, I know a lot of people can argue, no, come on, I'm going to be active at 70, 80, 90. That's completely fine. I would definitely appreciate that. Even I would like to do that. But this has been historically proven. For example, let's talk about Philip Fisher, the greatest investors, one of the greatest investors of all time. And even Warren Buffett has a lot of uh, reverence for him. Phil Fisher, Philip Fisher, he himself got into trouble because after the age of 65-70, most of the investments or the bets he took didn't turn out to be so well. In fact, his kid, his son himself said that if my father would have taken a voluntary retirement at that point of time, He would have still managed to have a bigger CAGR than he had while he died because most of his bets didn't work out so well. So there is something related to the cognitive abilities and uh, the way you react once you start aging. So this was with respect to investing. So just imagine how tough it would be with trading. So my humble request to all those people who have actually reached a certain age, certain threshold. Uh, Even if you want to do trading, please don't venture out into intraday trading, scalping or uh, uh, options, uh, hardcore one or two day buying options. I know this might be hurting a few of you over there. Youngsters, that's still fine. You have still a scope of committing all these mistakes. But once you have aged up and this is probably when you have not mastered the art of trading, that's uh, uh, that's another thing to add on to the economy. You need to understand that it's very important, very important that you first look upon safeguarding your capital rather than risking your capital. Uh, there's nothing wrong if you still try to, if you want to do trading, try to go with swing trades. Now, a lot of people would argue that these days it's not good for swing trade. It's okay. if you, Even if you don't trade for three, four months, it's completely fine. You can actually trade by three, four months after three, four months, five months once the volatility relaxes. But the point is, there's no fun in getting depressed, losing out a lot of money. So you got to understand your age has an inverse relationship with the risk which you take at least in trading it's not as simple as you see that uh, for entrepreneurs things have been different because this is although it's more like a business but things are quite different so i hope you got to learn a few things if you agree to what i said at this point of time just think for a while introspect if you agree to this thing make sure write it in the comment section until then keep learning keep growing keep investing and keep trading Hello everyone and welcome back to Tradio station, I'm your host aka Abhishek. I hope you guys have been learning a few things in case you have been doing so. Make sure you like this podcast and don't forget to subscribe this podcast in case you haven't done it so far and there's a small bell icon, uh, bell icon near the subscribe button make sure you hit that so that you're notified whenever we are coming up with a new podcast so well uh, there's someone who has actually committed of getting rid of all the debt in the next few years then uh, the same entity gets interest from one of the world's biggest social media leaders that is facebook uh, which actually goes ahead and buys a stake over there. And today we get a news that KKR is actually planning to invest almost 11.3 thousand crore over there. And you guessed it right. I'm talking about none other than Reliance Industries. Now uh, I wouldn't be talking specifically about Reliance today, but uh, I'll be talking more about uh, the implications on a longer run. on longer run. This is certainly going to open new avenues. It is certainly going to give a boost to the digital sector. you got to understand that today we are moving towards uh, from the physical world to digital world. Be it books, we have e-books, be it newspaper, we have e-newspaper. And anything to everything is slowly getting into the digital landscape. With this outbreak of coronavirus, we have certainly realized the importance of going into this digital world. And when all these giants who are actually investing a substantial amount in the Asian continent, that too in India in some companies you got to realize that they are quite optimistic their analysis says that yes india will have some staggering growth in the coming few years so for all the pessimists out there yes i stick to this thing that yes short term we had to be down we came down then up we came up then a little more up, uh, up after consolidation that happened then dip that also happened now again i am saying for short term again some up move is still pending so we'll see this thing consolidation then bad quarter results then a few other news and then damn then fall so it's a process you got to understand neither in 2000 neither in 2008 neither in 1992 neither in any other these years the whole cycle got completed in 2 months the problem with all the retail is within a fraction of uh, days or within a week they start jumping into conclusion home oh, market is so upar there is a bottom You got to understand that this process itself takes historically it has been seen 15 to 18 months and since the process has started it is just like two three months come on so you need to have a lot of patience otherwise you will anyways not make money okay so now here's another interesting hint which i would like to give you okay did you notice that uh, in yesterday's podcast also and before that also previous podcasts? In case you haven't watched it, just go and check out in the channel. So, there I mentioned about one particular level, 9100. Keep a close eye on 9100 because somewhere or the other I was expecting, which I clearly mentioned, that Punters will try to hold that level. Did you see how beautifully yesterday, despite the 130 dip for so long on spot, they've managed to? keep in indices around 9100 in fact they made it close above 9100 now does that mean today we are not going to slip below that no i'm not saying that what i'm saying is i'm still sticking to the view that this isn't the time to go aggressive on swing shots intraday stock specific that's a complete different story but you got to understand with a week ahead for the final month expiry of this may series 9000 on indices becomes a very relevant and strong support The second level is 9100 somehow if we sustain more above that and if we spend more time upon that any good news from the global scenario will simply lead to a massive spike into our markets. Yes, massive spike in the sense at least 300-400 points in a few days. Yes, that's a possibility. So what am I doing over here? Am I holding a lot of FNU positions overnight? Well, other than, you know, just allocating uh, 5% of my total capital, I'm not playing a lot with overnight derivatives, I'm trying to play uh, intraday but not overnight. But in cash, if you remember, March end, when we had come across 7800, 7900, I had clearly mentioned on Twitter, I had deployed, and that was in the live market, I had deployed close to 33% of my capital by that time in cash. And by the time we reached 9700, although it went even above that, but it's okay. Around 96, 80, 9700, I mentioned on Twitter that I'm out of most of my positions and I'm now holding only 2% of the position. Because I had made uh, uh, an annualized CAGR, like based on my benchmark, I had crossed two years combined CAGR in the, that single month. Now, I would say, yes, there was some element of luck because I entered at the right point of time. And uh, But now what I'm doing okay so first of all write down in the comment section if you can guess which stock is it okay so a few days back recently i got uh, into another stock a cash stock which retail has started hating but used to be a favorite at one point of time a cash rich company I'm holding on to it and currently from my price it's almost 15.5% up in case you can guess it just type it down in the comment section Although it's an easy one but I don't know how many of you would be able to get there's another company which I'm holding Which is not much up it's like three and a half or 3.25% last time when I saw I'm not even seeing those stocks So why I ended over here let's understand this thing first of all I have this time planned to enter only 20% of the capital last time I entered 33% this time I'm going to enter 20% capital there are two advantages first the biggest thing that is FOMO I don't like to get into this FOMO feeling okay if I knew that this is going to go up and still I didn't enter I was foolish plain and simple so at least I can put up some stake at least I can buy a few shares and considering that I've already started investing some amount yes this is a hint some amount in a few companies not for long term not for long term for a few weeks to months plain and simple for a few weeks to months once i see if i see a level around 9500 or above i would start booking this thing now am i saying that uh, we are going to above 9500 in the few months well i don't want to comment over there okay next next you got to understand What if market falls from here? There's another possibility. Let's face it. You know, we are not crystal gazers who can accurately predict that no market will certainly go up and it is never going to come down. What if suddenly some big politician gets coronavirus or something bad happens or a war breaks out? Because these are unpredictable scenes which can actually put a dent on the market move. What if that happens? Still, I don't have to worry. Why? Because I am not 100% invested. I'm only 20% invested so what I can do is I can just wait around with this time and I'm making sure that I'm not buying a swing trade just because it looks good on chart but I'm trying to buy fundamentally good stocks so that means even if there is a certain fall I need not to worry my stocks will give me dividends a good cushion, and I can hold it also although that's not my initial intention okay the second thing is even if it falls I need to worry because they are fundamentally strong so it's not like I'm trying to play a growth stock I am trying to pick up value stocks only so guys what would be my suggestion to all of you pain and simple If you want to participate in this market market will always give you opportunity Please don't go aggressively short with swings It would be very risky because one fine news and everything can turn the tables Yeah, if it fall down, There could be a factor of luck because some some bad news came and then markets fell and all those things that 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 cannot be factored in Okay, second in case you're a cash player And you want to play a short-term swing, I think these levels are not bad, they're still not bad. Some amount can be deployed to buy a few things, but then you have to selectively monitor your own stocks. Please don't bombard my Twitter account with Sir, we have taken this, please help us out. That's your independent decision which you need to take to try to pick up some quality oversold stocks, okay. The third one, the third one, for long-term investors, this level also for SIP isn't bad. This see SIB is something which you are going to do month on month so in case you are allocating funds for ETFs in case you are allocating funds for your uh, uh, you, you know the direct funds all those things then you shouldn't be stopping that you can obviously reduce the exposure but still try to continue doing this thing so in case you have been doing like 20,000 every month, try to bring it down to 10,000 every month for now. Once there is a big crash or something, you can increase. But at least you are not going to miss upon the opportunity and you will stay invested into the market, which is sooner or later give you, going to give you good returns. You are not going to miss upon the dividend opportunities. You are not going to miss upon the capital appreciations. So there will be a lot of things. And another thing which I'm observing. The last fall which we took uh, which took around uh, march end it bought a lot of stocks to a level which i am a little skeptical some of those stocks i'm just giving you a hint just do your own r d in case you can guess some of those stocks just type it on the comment section some of those stocks i don't think so will again come back to that level even if the market crashes another 2000 points from this level what does that mean is like there has been some over exaggerated fall into certain uh, counters And I feel that, uh, you know, sooner or later, things can actually stop over there. So just be cautious over there. So guys, I hope I made it clear through this radio station podcast, a general about these views. Guys, in case you like these views, make sure you hit the like button. And in the comment section, do uh, mention your feedback. I would love to listen to those things. Till then, keep learning, keep growing, keep investing and keep trading.